Welcome to Corkboard Radio. On today's episode, I will be talking about a new topic, something that the Lord has just been talking personally to me about over the last little while. I am so excited to be sharing this with you, this new special revelation. I pray you listen and have a great day. Today, I will be talking about a subject that the Lord has just recently, as in a couple nights ago, brought up to my attention. It is not what I was planning on talking about this month, but when he speaks, I mean, how can you, how can you not share, right? Well, this is, the topic comes from the verse in Matthew 16, verse 24, It says, this is, I'm reading from the King James Version. It says, Then said Jesus unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. Now, if you read it from the Amplified Classic, the verse says, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If anyone desires to be my disciple, let him deny himself disregard, lose sight of, and forget himself and his own interests, and take up his cross and follow me. Cleave steadfastly to me, conform wholly to my example in living and, if need be, in dying also. Now growing up, this is a verse that I heard over and over and over again. I mean, it is like a staple in the Pentecostal churches that I went to. You you are to deny yourself, take up your cross, and follow him. And the thing is, like, of course, I understood what denying yourself meant, you know, putting Jesus ahead of you. But I didn't fully understand what take up your cross meant. And when I was growing up, I used to think that means you take on the responsibility of of what your relationship with Jesus is. Now, I'm not going to say whether that's right or wrong or whatever. What I want to do today is talk to you about what God is, what God and the Holy Spirit has been talking to me about, about a different side of this that I have never seen before. And the verse that he showed me that expounded on this for me is found in, let me just set, get this set up here. It's found in... 1 Peter 2.24. Now again, I'm reading from the King James Version. It says, Who his own self bear our sins in his own body on the tree, that we being dead to sins should live unto righteousness, by whose stripes ye were healed. Alright, so that, that translation doesn't quite touch on what the Lord was talking to me about. So I'm going to read to you from the Amplified Classic, which says, he, um, again, this is 1 Peter 2.24. It says, this is a very, very popular verse when you're standing in faith for your healing. I've heard this one many times. It says, he personally bore our sins in his own body on the tree as on an altar and offered himself on it that we might die, cease to exist, to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed. Now the phrase, the word, the phrase that I really want to, to point out today is the, one, is the part that says, 
in his own body on the tree as on an altar. The tree represents an altar because it's made, the tree is wood, and an altar is made out of wood. And what the Lord was showing me back in this verse, which says, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me, what he was talking to me about is that that cross, it represents the altar. It represents that part, that, that personal, personal relationship that we have with Jesus Christ. And it's that, that part where we come to him. It's that part of our relationship where we recognize who he is in our lives. That he is our God and we are here to serve him. And when you come to an altar, you, you're, it's like you're taking every part of who you are and putting it completely aside and you're, you're only looking at him. And the beautiful thing with this, and I've come to really in my worship time lately, the Lord has really been um, speaking to me about and encouraging me to come to the altar, to come, to come and to bow before him and to recognize who God is in our lives. He is magnificent. He deserves all of the glory. He is so big. He is so magnificent. He is so marvelous. And it's so easy in, in this life to get distracted by everything that's going on around us and those things in our lives they feel so big, you know, they look so big. And uh, when we're looking at those things, it's easy to forget how big God actually is. It's easy to, to forget what he's done in our lives. But when we come to the altar, when we bow before that altar, and, and we, we take every part of, our, of, of who we are, and we focus all of our attention on Him. And we lay our lives there as a sacrifice. And for some, I'm sure that might sound scary, you know, sacrifice. But when you do it the way the Word is talking about, when you sacrifice, when you become that living sacrifice, what happens is you're no longer living for yourself. And when you're not living for yourself, you get to exchange your life for his. So the parts of your life that are broken, the parts of your soul that are broken, the parts of your body that are broken, when you bring that to him and lay that on the altar, then he, he gets to take that and make it new. He gets to take it. He gets to heal our bodies when we take our bodies to the altar. He gets to heal our souls when we take our souls to the altar. He gets to heal our spirits when we take our spirits. You know, we, we, you, you can, we can be hurt, you know. And I, I guess like the first, the first altar that we come to, like the first time we come to that altar is, is when we accept Jesus into our hearts. It's when we recognize the fact that we cannot save ourselves and we cannot get ourselves our own ticket to heaven. 
We have to go through him. He is the one who purchased our salvation. He is the one who made it possible for us to go to heaven. The word says, he is the only way. He is the only way. And all you, all we have to do to, to go through Jesus, all we have to do is to acknowledge that he is the Lord of our lives. To confess with our mouth, believe in our heart, that Jesus, that God raised Jesus from the dead for us. The word says we shall be saved. And that altar that we come to, where we take ourselves and realize, I am not the Lord of my life. I choose to make you Lord of my life, and I'm no longer living for myself. When we live for Jesus, there is something that is so joyful about it. It's no longer about us, but it's about Him. It's about who He is in us. And what he's done. It's about bringing him glory. Our lives become. It's like we become part of something that is so much bigger than ourselves. And I've got to say personally. That is something that that has always drawn me in. Into this faith. My faith walk. is, Is being a part of something that's bigger than who I am. I love that. I love the fact that there's a bigger picture and I get to play a part of that picture. And I have, because I'm part of the body of Christ, I have a significant role. And I love the fact that God planned for me to fulfill that role. And he put desires, he put things in my heart before I was even born that I would need to do what he's called me to do. And I love that. There's a quote by Kelly Copeland in one of the magazines that I wrote down. They don't have on me at this moment. But, but she talks about that. And, and how God has, has placed those things in us before we, we ever needed them. So then he can take that and make something with it. And bring glory to himself. And I love that. I love being part of it. And that all started with the altar. We brought ourselves to the altar. You know. And and we said. It's no longer my life. It's yours. I give my life to you Jesus. People talk about being saved. That's it. We're saved because we gave our lives to Jesus. We're no longer living. To please or satisfy ourselves, we are now living to please and to satisfy Him. And there's something magnificent and joyful, the joy of the Lord, that comes on us when we do that. And the thing is, when I'm reading this verse, and it's talking about the cross, taking that cross, we get to take that altar with us wherever we go. Wherever we go, wherever he leads us, we get to take the altar with us. And we can have that intimate, close relationship with him. There's a song I love to sing. And it's, take me past the outer courts, into the holy place, past the brazen altar. I want to see your face. Pass me by the crowds of people. 
to the priests who sing your praise. I hunger and thirst for your righteousness, and it's only found one place. Take me into the, take me into the holy of holies, and that altar that we get to take with us. It, it's beautiful, because no matter where we go, no matter what we're doing, it doesn't matter if, if we take that altar with us, as as a as a single mom. You know, and working so many jobs and, and trying and raising children. And we can take that altar with us to, to each job. We, if our teacher, we can take that altar with us to the, to, the, to the school, to the classroom. We can take that altar with us in whichever area God has, God has called us. He's laid on our hearts to, to do for his glory. And I love that, that altar is is our place of of recognizing who we are okay it's recognizing that we need something more we cannot m- navigate this life truly successfully and joyfully and get out of it the the good that God has for us if we don't submit to to not to taking ourselves it's like we have to we have to submit to his will and not our own you know not my will lord but yours that is that jesus he knows so much more about our lives than we do i was talking about it i believe in an earlier podcast about air traffic control they know things that we don't know and as a pilot, they know things that as a person, I mean, the the air traffic control see things on the radar that the pilot um, flying the airplane cannot see yet. But the air traffic control can warn them, can warn that pilot. And that's what the Lord does for us. That's what the Holy Spirit does for us. And when we take our lives to that altar when we bring that altar with us wherever we go we can stop at a moment's notice and we can say lord i give this to you i lay it on the altar and i ask you to take it and do whatever needs to be done with it if it needs to be destroyed there you go if it needs to be perfected there you go Whatever it is, Lord, I hand it to you. I give it to you. I submit that part of myself to you. I give you the freedom to do what needs to be done with that so that I can become the whole person you called me to be so that I can minister the way you've called me to be. And being a minister of the gospel doesn't have to mean that you're a pastor or an evangelist, a preacher, what it means is that you are willing and obedient to whichever calling he's given you. You can minister to someone in the supermarket. You can minister to someone in the, in the classroom, in the school. You can minister to someone anywhere on the street. You don't have to be a licensed pastor to minister to someone. That is what Jesus has called each and every part of the body of Christ to do is to be a minister of his to be his hands and his feet in this world to love people for him 
It's our responsibility to love people into the kingdom because it's his love that will draw them close. It's not condemnation. Condemnation will not keep the people in... Condemnation will not keep someone close to God. It'll push them away. But the love and the goodness of God will draw them in. And that is what we... We have the privilege of being in someone's life. And the more that we recognize this altar that God has given us, this altar that we can take with us wherever we go, oh, what he can do with us when we do that. How beautiful is that altar? How beautiful is it? That we can, as the verse says, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself. Take up his cross, take up that altar and follow me. Follow Jesus. When you take up that altar, you can go anywhere. You can follow him anywhere because for the first time in your life, or I mean, however many times, you are recognizing that it's not about you. It's about Jesus. It's about loving people, loving your neighbor as yourself. And when you take that altar with you, you are aware of that. You are aware of what you're to focus on. You are aware of your part and your place. And it's beautiful. And I just wanted to share that with you today because it really has been blessing me as the Lord talks to me about this, about how precious it is that we have this altar that we can take with us wherever we go. We can, we can stop, we can worship in our car and we can come to that altar anytime, anytime. There's no timeline limits. There's no visiting hours. (laughs) It's open. It's free. It's right there. It's inside of us. That altar that closeness that God has opened up for us to be near him. That is what, it's just magnificent. It's beautiful. And I pray that it, this revelation that the Lord has been giving me, I pray that it encourages you and that he will share with you even more of what he has for you in this, in this revelation that he has given me. May you be blessed, and I pray that you have a marvelous, marvelous time in Him. In Jesus' name. This is Tiffany Pullman, and you've been listening to Corkboard Radio. I'm so happy you tuned in today. The Corkboard Radio podcast features my personal short stories and topic discussions. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Tiff's Corkboard, where I will be sharing updates on podcast episodes and posting about anything that inspires me. I will be uploading a new Corkboard Radio episode every third and fourth Friday of the month, so be sure to stay tuned and hit the subscribe button. Until we meet again, here's to shining his light in whatever we do. Thank you.